Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I am the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and wellness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do? Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Yeah, it's right there. (laughs) Or connect with me on LinkedIn. But today you're going to meet someone that took me on a journey down memory lane. We met in 2013, and back then he was my coach, my trainer for my very first bodybuilding competition where I lost over 40 pounds and even earned a trophy while sharing it with South Florida viewers. He told me back then, I'm going to win the Arnold and I'm going to win the Olympia. Well, he accomplished one of those this year. You're going to meet Alex Cambronero. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. So today I'm so excited. This is actually a very, very special guest that I have on the show, Alex Cambronero, also known as Fellow. And also a former coach of mine from many, many years ago, as you can probably tell. (laughs) But I'm really, really excited to have you here today. Hi, I am very happy to be here. And um, thank you for inviting me. And, um, (laughs) you know, share with you all this, you know, stories and, and everything. We're going way back today. So I have to tell everybody actually how we met, which was probably in, it was 2013, actually, and maybe around this time, May or June. And I was actually kind of going through like a depression of my own at that time. I was a reporter at Channel 10 down here locally. I was working the overnight shift where I had to be up at two o'clock in the morning and at work at 3.30 and I had gained a lot of weight and I just wasn't very happy or confident um, in myself. And me, I'm kind of a person of extremes, which is sometimes a good thing and sometimes a bad thing. (laughs) So for me, I'm like, I'm going to set a goal. I'm not going to just, oh, I want to lose 15 pounds. No, I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to compete in a bodybuilding show. And that is when I met Alex and your lovely wife, Maggie. And this was before you were a pro or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I was in the the mission. Most of us was in the the kind of mission to get pro. I was competing and I'm an extremist. Uh, everything goes extreme and, you know, uh, was people telling me, oh, you can do that. And I, I, I love the, the physics of the people and I, you know, oh, I, I love to compete. And that wasn't, um, you know, uh, I wasn't very sure that I, what I wanted. But there's some people, negative comments. Oh, you can't do that. That was the breaking point. Don't ever say that. Yeah, it feels you. If you say that to a kid, I was a kid. 
you say that to a kid, no, those guys are big. Those guys are like, you know, the genetics and the, you know, the, the, the money, because there's some people that you have to compete. They live in a kingdom and that kind of negativity, negativity, just little negativity uh, to me, take me 10 years. Okay. I'm going to do this. It takes me 10 years, but you know, it, it, it was so, oh, I don't know how to describe, but it, it hit me so hard. Like, yeah, I can do this. And then the love that I have for bodybuilding is, is big, but it's not as big as the love that I have for competing. You're an IFBB pro, like you just said, working 10 years towards this goal. You are also the founder of Pro Level Fitness, your own private gym in South Miami, right? Yes. And you are also a coach? Do you coach others? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel people because I I think that you have to put one hundred percent into you know exactly how it is, and it's like like I said, it's a lifestyle. Uh, normally, when I compete, I don't I don't I don't coach anybody, you know. Okay. So at, at that time, um, Maggie is more focused. into it. Completely focused. Yes, you know. There's some people working behind you that n nobody knows about it. Uh, that's my coach at Maggie and you get all this, you know, the celebration and, and all this stuff that you're the hero, but these people are the real, you know, um, architects. So when I'm doing a show, she's coaching everybody, but at the same time, remember she coaching me, she cook for me, she's doing all this stuff. So she is that let's call it like assistant coach of the coach that just won the Arnold classic. You know, and people expect me to coach them. And I, I know how to do it, but uh, my wife telling you, <laughs> she knows better. So I want you to take us through your journey, your path, and really, you know, kind of where you're from and how you ended up to what you call the pinnacle 2020, winning the Arnold's Classic. Okay. <laughs> um, I come from Costa Rica. And I came here at 20 years old. Um, my dream, like everybody else, is like the American dream. But my dream was to become a professional athlete. You know, and I was 134 pounds at the moment. So it, 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 when I when I say that to to friends and family, well, obviously, even if I was big, just to say I want to be a bodybuilder, but a professional athlete. I mean, nobody's gonna. Uh, believe in you, you know, at 134 pounds, things got... 134. 34 pounds. Wow. Yes. My wife weighs 115. <laughs> and she's sore. She's not even five feet. <laughs> okay. So, uh, wow. not many possibilities to do that. Like I said, and, and then I started doing um, fighting and, and, and training, stuff like that, because I also about to do an MMA, right? It was very clear. I will be a professional athlete. I wasn't illegal. I came here as a tourist, okay? And most people think that you just come here to, oh, you wanna be illegal. You, you don't think all the stuff that when you get here, like, you know, and, 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 and you get trapped, kinda like trapped. 
you know, because I, I didn't, I, I didn't plan to stay. So you had to deal with it. And I stay with no papers, no background, no friends, no English, you know. And it, 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 that teaches me to be a, a fighter out there, you know. Because we, if you have a nice body, they're going to look for something weak that you have. Well, but you just speak English. Hmm. I mean, you're illegal. Something's going to come up, right? I check every freaking box. And, and I, I never stop I, I believing in, in myself, right? And this year, it was the second best show, the biggest show in, in the world of bodybuilding. And when we got there, I was, I remember all those moments, all this, you know, um, struggles and all this stuff. And I, and I come out, I, I mean, I dream to take a picture with Arnold. We went to the Arnold and the securities pushed us so badly, I couldn't even see him. Okay. And I promised my wife, let it babe. No, no, let's try. No, I couldn't take the picture winning the show. Okay, that was three years ago. I swear to God. And I said, I'm gonna win the show, I'm gonna take the picture. Okay? And and I did it like that. I mean, I wanted to win, but everything that happens to me, I use it as a motivation. So, so you're working the expo and you're like, I'm gonna take a picture with Arnold. But then when you took a picture with Arnold, it was when you won and you were standing on the stage with him. What did that moment feel like? There's some things that you you you, you don't even plan. You just know that it's going to happen. You have to pay the dues. I worked really hard to do it. But in all those competitions, I always was nervous, unsecure, and things like that for the small competition. So how I didn't be in the same with this big competition, just because I know that I'm gonna win. I mean, I knew that, mm -hmm. you know, same work, but the mindset, it was completely different. This is mine. Exactly, mindset. I was just talking yes. with, that, with someone earlier this week who I had on the pod podcast, who's a former pro athlete, and they talked about the importance of having the mindset of a champion. Believing exactly. you can do it is step one, right? It, it's, it's actually all the steps. It, <laughs> it, it, like, that's your mindset and everything yeah. goes it's through every it. Step. Everything goes through it. Like it's, it's mindset of champion. Look, and people like act like a champion, walk like a champion. I mean, don't copy. Because when you're a champion, you just act like yourself. But here's the thing. The vibration that I was throwing to these people, to the judges, to the competitors, to the audience, it was the, 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 the vibration of a competitor, not the champion. When I came to the Arnold and I went to the, to the auditorium and stuff like that, I was walking so comfortable because my mindset was very strong. And I was like walking like a champion. So everybody was like, okay, be the champion right there, here. Take it. You believed it and everybody else believed it. You exactly. did the work. You did the work now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they could see it. They, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to believe. And it's, 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 it's easy to say it. It's easy to say it. And, and look, when, when people ask me, how do I get that big? How do I? 
But you're already big. They're still looking for the answer. Now you have everything, but your mindset is bad, it's wrong. Your approach to the competitions, everything that you're doing is wrong. When you like most people go into things, everything you're doing, they think too much. And then when you see a champion, and people like, how was in your mind at that moment? I didn't think. I wasn't thinking. It was just out of drive. I started training with you guys, with you and Maggie, and preparing for for my first show. And, you know, we can show some video of that back then where I lost like 40 pounds, 18 weeks, got on stage, and you guys really helped me meet my goals. But at the same time, you were there training as well. And you said, what did you say? What did you were what did you say you were gonna do? I'm gonna win the Arnold and the Olympia. And you won the Arnold this year. And the Olympia? In December I'm going to Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about that. What's next? Because all of a sudden, right, the Arnold was in February. All of a sudden everybody's world is kind of turned upside down by COVID nineteen this this whole year whatever we had planned, our routines and our regular day-to-day -day is different. How are you handling that as a competitor and preparing um, for a show? Um, I own my gym, so in that sense that uh, not be able to train all the stuff, it doesn't hurt me because I've been training in my own gym. To be isolated, I'm kind of like used to it because when you compete, you're trying to isolate yourself. For example, for the Arnold, I was like the last four weeks, probably I never be next to anybody. So I don't get sick, flu or anything, you know? So I, I didn't went to any place, uh, no no people in my house. I, so it doesn't hurt me that much. Um, the show was moved from September to December. So we had extra time. But still, psychologically, it's so hard to just be into, like, you cannot just eat whatever you want. You cannot just go on vacation because you wait, okay, it's still Olympia. But you don't know if it's going to happen, really. The, the date is there, but it's not, not, it's not uh, for sure that it's going to happen. But everything is new for everybody. You know, this feeling... That this preparation is the first time that we're going to prepare for, for, the, for the best show in the world, and we don't even know that it's going to happen. There is so much uncertainty, and I think a lot of us have gone through anxiety, depression, trauma. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what's next, and our lives, no matter what, are different. For me, being in the house all day is like feeling exactly. unmotivated. Yeah, for you. See, I can understand you guys that I always at home. <laughs> but I see my friends, I'm like, how these guys in a home? It's like, it's really hard. This, this is, this, your nature is to go up there. And you know, your personality actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because some people like that, which is great. But some of us, you know, we need that social interaction or just mm -hmm. even if it's just feeling like, hey, I have this schedule. And th these are the things that I have to do. 
I thought about the times when I've competed and it's like you have to say no to the events, no to going out to eat, no to the drinking, no to you would just avoid situations. So you're not tempted by things or avoid vacation because you have to train or you, you know, all of these things you avoid and you kind of build walls around yourself and are alone is now considering that we may be in this for the rest of this year, next year, who knows how long. Is now a good time to think about bodybuilding for somebody who may be interested who are to train like an athlete or to start training and competing because we are in that moment of isolation? Yes. We were talking about that. Look, if, if you always wanted to lose weight and your reason are because of the food all the time. I mean, first is the time. Second yeah. is the food, right? Not the exercise, not the exercise. Um, because at the end of the day, most people like you like to train, but they don't like to to diet and all this stuff. Exactly. But what happened is I, 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 I have to put uh, a little bit of fire on, on, on people. Yeah. If you're fat and you don't lose weight today in August, like next month, right? You're a loser. <laughs> you know, because you have the best time in the entire history of the world. Okay, it never been so much time available in our history, like now. Yeah, maybe in other areas, yes, but you don't have the information, you don't have the, the, the things in your hand. But by now, you know, even us, as, as, as an athlete, you're like, okay, I'm not competing until they say, oh, but I cannot waste all this time. Can you imagine? I can train all day, every day. Like, I have friends that I ha that, that I talk to them, not in a good way, because I told them that now they're coming back. July, they're coming back to train and doing stuff, okay? People because like, no, they feel like they have the time? Oh, but no, because they feel now that the time is going away. Okay? Like, you, it's already six months from the entire year. So, three months of uh, uh, quarantine, and you didn't do what you did in the three months period. That would be your best season in your life. Home all day, <laughs> eating all day. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, this is the moment that you cannot ignore your kids. Like, you cannot, like, no, I have to work and play with you. Okay, yeah, I know that. You don't love me. Now, now I know. And I think a lot of times it's not that people don't have time. It's what they choose to prioritize. Oh, no, no. They, they're looking for excuses. No, yeah. no, no. That, that, look, excuses. And, and now it's going to be a fight on me because people are like, well, you don't have kids. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I was going to say yeah, that. But you, 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 you know exactly what I have as an example. I think years competing, but I also have 15 years training people. Okay. And I have the same people with a big, badass a company, a big company with three kids, with dog, with cars, with like, you know, they take care of everything and they still come every day to train. I don't have kids. Okay. But you know exactly that I take care of four. 
Okay, one of them is graduating um, as a lawyer this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I have to provide for four kids, four kids, dog, and you know, you know the kids. I even bring them to the states. I take them to like vacation, all the stuff, you know. And I have time for that and be a professional uh, bodybuilder, you know. Take so to all those people that are looking scrolling looking at your instagram and how you won the arnold and how big you are and how great your conditioning is they want to know how did you do it it's all this that they didn't see oh it's uh, all the things that you just i posted in, in, in my in my in stories in, in in instagram so most people i let them know hey you want to because everybody wants to be here i want to win the arnold i want to be pro i want to yeah, but are you gonna pay whatever you need to pay for to get here? Because if what I see in this generation, most people think that if you have a good following in Instagram, okay, <laughs> nice body <laughs> and good pictures, you can get there. And it's just no, 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 no. No, you and have to work. Because in this one, it's not pictures. You actually have to be at a stage. The real person is going to be there with lights. Exactly. With lights. <laughs> Remember, you tell me, oh, this lady looks good. This lady looks like, but this lady are not in a stage with, like, lights that can tanny you. Right. <laughs> like, I'm talking about if you don't paint yourself, they can see through you. Right. You know? When you see that, that that's exposed your entire body. So what do you say to the person who's like, okay, I know I have extra time. I'm not utilizing this time, which I'm going to be in at least until the end of the year, right? I'm not, I, I want to use this better. I want to stop making excuses. What do you say? I mean, just do it. But it's that simple that, like I told you, you cannot think. It's, it's, I mean, you put one goal and you don't think anything. Because you start thinking about possibilities and all this stuff, you won't do it. Yeah. You know, everybody that's trying to start a business, if they listen to so many stuff that yeah. you're going to tell you, they're not going to start yourself. You know exactly about that. Just fear is going to stop you. You know, right. they're scared to like be better. Like people that are scared of money. No, no, I want money. No, no. You're scared and to have that money. You're scared to have that responsibility, that company. You're scared. So you're like, no, no, I want something, but small. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. People so don't want to give them per- themselves permission, in a sense. Yeah. Once you're doing that, look, Tamika, if, 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 if you have a family, right? You're on the family. You're starting eating right. You're starting get, uh, exercising and all this stuff. Everybody looking at you, every, when you grab a bacon, Everybody looking at you like, hey, the ba- look, she has a bag on her hands. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know that you're going to get in that pressure. People trying to do goals quite, they're, they're even um, um, uh, quotes like work in silence. Be <laughs> the, the, you know, uh, let the, 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 you know, the victories be the noise or something like that. Right. But here's the thing. You're in a super safe place when you're doing that because you can quit anytime. Yes. Okay. 
You can quit any times and nobody's going to tell you nothing. Nobody's going to point. Nobody's going to be your judge. No you one's going to hold you accountable. Or nobody's going to hold you accountable. And that's the worst thing. People do that. If this is a culture of, hey, let's do this in silence. Oh, let's train Alex, but don't tell anybody. Yeah, because when you quit, nobody's going to know that you quit. Exactly. Nobody's going to be a judge that you've been training for two months and you're being lazy and you actually win four pounds. <laughs> oh, you don't want that judge. You don't want the judge to say, why, why, why are you going to the gym every day? You're not listening because I'm a fat, I mean, I'm a pig. I eat everything that I want to, you know? What I'm hearing is don't think you have your goal. You focus on that. Don't think about anything else. Focus on that. And then. Tell people. No, 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 but don't remember. be sad. Oh, go ahead. Okay. You say your goal, you don't think about always you have to remember that you sign to deal with adversity through the process. Be aware that can be injuries, hurt. Oh no, I get hurt. Like you know that it's gonna happen, or may it's gonna happen. So you can never forget the one you sign for it is gonna be adversity through the process. That's the signing thing. You sign for a kid, you have shit every day. Yeah. Okay? It's gonna through, it's gonna cry, you sign for it. You know, yeah. so when you're doing you're gonna deal with I don't have appetite. I got hurt. I I'm 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 too painful. Like I trained so hard yesterday and it hurts when well, it hurts to everybody. Yeah. You know, so you cannot forget about that. And it's that, you know, like focus but, on your goal. Know you're going to have it. Know that you're going to have adversity. Be prepared for that. Be prepared and for then, adversity. And, and then don't do it in silence. Oh, tell everybody. Tell, tell them. <laughs> tell everybody what you want to do. If somebody is against that, it's going to fight with you. Oh, welcome to competition. You always have to be welcome to competition. <laughs> welcome. And people, that, that, that's the thing. And, and when, when you're doing things, business, it's going to be somebody trying to do something better than you. And then you're like, oh, it's, it's copying. I can do that now because people are like, no, 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 that's competition. Welcome competition. Welcome competition in the business and competition, even in the social life. Because when you bring competition in your social life, like, I don't care. So you look like that, right? No, you do care. You do care your position in society. You do care how you look, how people look at you in society. So yeah, let me say content fight, you know? So when you have that height, you hide on it. You're a born fighter, right? How you said when you came here and all those things you had going against you made you a fighter. Have you ever had a moment of fear? Oh, every day. Everything that I do, I fear of it. So how do you get past that then? How do you get past that and to the mindset, like you said, I believe, I know I'm a champion. And how do you face that fear? Because a lot of people can't do that. Fear, it depends how you measure things, right? Is this not a, a a big amount of fear? The result is might not being very important, to be honest with you. So when you're a competitor, 
um, and, 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 and you know that something is, is easy. For example, when I was competing, I was competing in, in Toronto once against a, a, a local guy. And everybody like, yeah, but if you're going over there, this guy is going to be there. And, and I get me like a little bit nervous. And I'm like, oh, yes, I'm going over there. Because that's why you want to feel it. That's the difference between winners, legends, champions, okay? L like legends like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, okay? Those guys enjoy that people are against them. They kind of like play up in, 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 in some other place, right? And they play better than home. Sometimes, well, those guys play good every, every game. But... Why are they going over there? Why they choose another thing when you're winning? You know? Oh, you're winning in Miami. Why are you leaving? Because it's scared. It's, 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 it, it, it gives you motivation. You know, it's too hard to do it. Okay, it's like, I like it. It's very hard. Oh, I like it. And it's simple, not interesting. Not interesting. You're not interesting in national champions. You're interested in world championships because it's a scary, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's how it motivate you. If you use that as paralyzed, you're like scared. Oh my God! I know that. That's the guy. That, that's the guy that you're gonna be. Yeah. It's exactly that's the guy you're gonna be. Use your fear to motivate you. Motivate you. Put so wait, okay, you mentioned there's legend, there's champions, there's winners. Which one do you consider yourself? Um, I consider myself a competitor because you call a winner, it's subjective. There's some people place third and fourth and they're winners. So, but you have to be there, you know? And that's, 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 that's what I think is myself, you know? Uh, and on the other hand, I, I, I'm not a, uh, just a participant. That's, that's I think, it, 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 I don't know, like you said, it's good and it's bad because I never been satisfied or happy to be a participant. I always wanted to be uh, the challenger, the, you know, the, the winner of the thing. Yeah, and, and that motivates me. Awesome. Alex, I could talk to you all day, but I know people <laughs> want to know, and you guys, you just got a little taste, but we go, what, seven years back, and they were part of like a really, him, Alex and Maggie were part of a really big part of my life, which was a lot of fun. It was a lot of stress, a lot of <laughs> everything in between, but they helped me get on my first bodybuilding stage and really helped me accomplish a goal that, you know, I didn't think I could necessarily do. But you know what I will say, going back to your earlier point, is that I said it out loud and I had like 40 pounds to lose. No, 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 you are a, a like you are bad, bad, bad girl. <laughs> like Tamika win and have the entire prep Okay, covered by the station she worked for. Okay, <laughs> it was no excuse. It was covered in every every week. Yes, I, we every did a story week. every week. 
like everything from the the beginning to the end. I couldn't hide. I couldn't hide it. And you know what? That's the best way. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I have goals now. And somebody said to me yesterday, actually, oh, well, why don't you start sharing it? Why don't you say it? I said, oh, well, you know, we have to make sure we can do it, right? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. You have to say it. Do it. (laughs) Say it. Yes, (laughs) Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, no, but this has been really fun. It's always fun, you know, and, and just how you're seeing Alex right now is how he's always been. This intense, this dedicated, <laughs> this enthusiastic, this passionate, like, and that's obviously why you are where you are today. So I hope he motivated everyone's ass out there because you have the time. Don't be lazy. There are people who are freaking doing it. And if you have a goal, say it, focus on it, be prepared for adversity, and you have the time. So freaking do it right now. There's no excuses. Stop making excuses. That's what this is about. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you just reminded me. So this is a motivation I definitely needed. Alex, tell everybody if they want to learn more about you, Pro Level Fitness, how they can find you. Oh, yeah, you can find me on Fayo underscore Cambronero on Instagram. And then uh, Fayo Cambronero is F-E-L-L-O Cambronero, C-A-M-B-R-O-N-E-R-O. And Instagram and Facebook, and uh, you can see my entire like history of competitions and you know um, um, some videos and all the stuff that we have there. Awesome! I'll be sure to link below to all of that information below in the show notes on our website so that people can find out more about you. Well, is there anything else that you want to add that I didn't ask you? Um. I'm, I'm good. I'm very satisfied. And uh, I mean, we have a lot of to, to talk and I, I think that comes right right away. But I'm, I'm very happy. And this is that, that was very fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it very much, especially with you, Tamika. Yeah, oh, very you. nice, like always, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate you inviting me to. No, thank you so much. No one is more intense, passionate, purpose-driven, competitive, and dedicated than Alex is. His energy just kind of reignited a fire in me. Maybe it did the same in you. Hey, so start using this time because you have it. (laughs) And make sure you connect with him. He's got a private personal training gym and a lot of knowledge. So connect with him. All his information is below in the show notes. And I know I'm going to see you back next week, but just to make sure you get a notification, I want you to go ahead and hit subscribe right there on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's start a conversation. I want to hear your story. I want to hear from you what you want to hear more about right here on this podcast. Also, if you feel so inclined, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear what you think about the show. It helps me improve it each and every week just for you. Until next week, stay happy. Stay healthy.